sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom's sides. That's Sean's sides. How's it going, bud? Pretty good. And yourself? Not too bad. Uh, there's nothing I want to talk to you like right off the bat. Do you watch the Islanders game the other day? No. Nope. Or at least the highlights from it? Nope. So a dude gets down on one knee, no shirt at an Islanders game, proposes to his girlfriend, and then gets shot down. Gets the crowd mm. all going, say yes, say yes. And then she's just like, nope. And she just walks up the stairs and he just sits back down and watches the rest of the hockey game. Fuck. Now, this just begs the question. Do you think you could have pulled off a shirtless proposal? Oh, yeah, 100%. Love is love, Chris would have said yes no matter what. 100%. So yeah, there, I at so. an Oilers game, Sean, she shirt off. Specifically, like, we had talked about it prior to getting engaged about how, like, the stadium one is not something that was on our list of like being that that much of a center of attention in a whole stadium. But if either of us had done it, obviously the answer still would have been yes, but it's a lot. Like, I think these, like, I love the proposal videos when it works out, you don't see the fail ones too often, but a fail one would be brutal. Yeah. Especially public like that to go like, I can't know. And then, then he's There's there, no he's gonna watch back. the whole game, and like everyone fucking saw him. So you just imagine, like, because he stayed to watch the game, right? Yeah. You just imagine if, like, like the whole walking out process of just, hey man, that sucks. Yeah, and just like also for the girl too, right? Who just said no? Like we but don't she- know their. She booked it, right? So yeah, like, no matter I what, know, but like, on the way out too, like everyone, like that's the girl. Oh, that's the girl. You know what I mean? Like as you're leaving the arena, that would be really tricky situation to be in. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, like when it goes successfully, it's like a happy moment. Like everyone oh, giving you high fives and congratulating best. it. But like, oh, when I'm excited to go out. watch this now because that's rough. Like it's just yeah. real, right? Who yeah. knows the circumstances though? He might have just slept with her sister for all we know, and then was like, fucking, oh, I'm gonna propose to her and break up. Like, do that as an intentional breakup if they're already rocky. Like, I think if I'm proposing to a girl at a hockey game, I know I'm getting a yes. You have to. Like, how do you do that and not like be on the fence of like maybe she'll say yes, maybe she'll say no, or you just don't know the circumstance. Like, I guess there's a lot of bad relationships out there we forget that sometimes that there's a lot of people who lie to themselves who are mm-hmm. stuck trapped in these terrible relationships because they're in fear of being alone or fear i don't know what the dealio is but yeah but yeah so like it was just I, I, like after watching that i watched the highlight a bunch of times on tsn and i was just like oh this poor bastard how and did he like, seem to take it was he just like and the people around him and like was he drunk like, like I don't know if he was drunk, but there was like a smirk on his face, and then he kind of just like the whole like, like, like if I could sum up how his face looked, it was kind of just like, ugh, bruh, and then he just sits back down and watches the hockey game. 
So it couldn't be too bad either. Like if you're deeply in love with someone and you're knowing that you're proposing to this person and then they give you that reaction, you're going to be a little bit more fucked up than just like, or like chase after her and be like, what? Like, what? But I guess if they just, well, like she took time to say something to him. Like it was probably like enough time to be like, I can't do it like this. The answer is no, I'm going to go. Don't come after me. And then yeah. like, like it was enough time where like that was said. Crazy. I don't know if that was said, <laughs> But there was enough time where she could have been like, oh, sweet thing. No, that's funny. I'm going to go. You stay and watch the game. Yeah, that's a tough one for sure. Now, now let me ask you this. Would that ruin your fandom of that hockey team? I don't think so. I think it would tighten it because it's all you have left. Yeah. <laughs> Not like you go to a game and just like, yep, propose right there. Bitch said yeah. no. I think that you wouldn't take a girl you're dating to a game again, maybe. Oh, never again. Like, maybe that might be the thing not to do. Or you could try for the redemption, the Hail Mary, to fucking make the play work. But I'm going to say you don't then present a girl with that as a present anymore. Because yeah. one would beg, obviously, assume that if you're taking a girl to a game, like, you'd be taking that your significant other to the game. I, I might have to pull up the clip real quick just to confirm that – because I think she was an Islanders fan, like you, because she was. I'm pretty like ninety eight percent sure she was wearing like a nine uh, an Islanders jersey. You got some like uh, bravado as well for her to say no. Like a guy is taking you to a game, spending that much money to get you to the game, paid for a ring, then in turn put like puts himself out there to propose, and she shoots him down. It makes it even more like intense, and like she has a lot of bravado to be like, "Fuck no," no. which is like, "Wow," you know how to how do you how are you in such a bad relationship that it leads to that to that it leads to a no on the end of a game? Like, what did you do to get to there? That that's my big. My question yeah because most like women they dream of that proposal moment of like whatever it may be they have it like since they were a little girl imagine in their head they can't wait till a man like chooses like i don't know and to do it and to not get a like positive reaction i just it has to be a pretty bad relationship in a lot of ways yeah or oh, just man. someone who's like completely embarrassed and hates being like the center of attention. And they just said no in that moment. And maybe after the game, they made up and got like married for all we fucking know. I don't know, but it's a tough yeah. one to come back from. It's like yeah. public embarrassment, but also people, there's a lot of people who do not do public displays of affection, oh, you know? Just, so if you're yeah, breaking. And that, and, and uh, that's a hard thing to come back from too. Right. Like, like anything public, but again, that like it's anything public and you're, like, but, but also I feel like someone would know that about that person if they were about to marry them, right? How would you not? And yeah. if you don't, then you shouldn't be proposing to them in the first fucking place because you really don't know that person. You know, but, but like, I don't know, maybe you're trying to push someone. Do you ever see the video of the guy and the girl that are on the roller coaster and mm -hmm. he breaks up with her mid roller coaster ride? Yeah, she's like, she drag him on it. I don't want to fucking do. <laughs> and it's like, maybe it's one of those where he's like pushing her to try to get her in, and then he pushed a little too hard. And the girl was like, I can't fucking do this. You know this about me. Like, maybe it was that kind of a scenario. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Like the, you keep pushing me to do things I do not want to do. Why the fuck are we on this ride? I want to yeah. break up. I want to break up. Yeah, <laughs> it hits people like in the heat of the moment sometimes. I guess right, and maybe that's what it was. It just hit 
hit her in that moment. You're trying to force me to do something I don't want to do in the way I don't want to do it. No, you know, and like some people view these love moments as a very private moment between themselves too. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. no, it's a very good point. Like, like that is probably one of the highest levels of intimacy. I've never proposed to anybody before, but like I I, I would have to imagine because it takes all of you to do it. Yeah. And you have so much planning that goes into it as well. Right. Like, it's your it's your moment it's your chance it's your story you're literally in that moment writing your love story so it, it's a lot of power you wield in that moment man yeah. or woman and that's like the thing too right it's i don't know it's special and if it's not it doesn't hit it doesn't land then that's a problem and it wasn't meant to be too right yeah it's a tough thing though like to have that i just can't imagine i got to watch that video i love it when it works out like did you see the cheerleader one where they're doing like a routine and then they switch the routine on this one girl and she's like trying to dance along like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and then she turns around and her it's like to bruno mars's i think i want to marry you and then she turns around and her fiance is on one knee proposing to her do you see that one i don't see that one yeah it's fucking great i don't like seek out these videos i see them i love love what can i say and they always get me i just love that shit like that moment of like ooh, that's sweet yeah but also, I will say it is like a bucket list of, uh, event for me to go to a wedding where it doesn't happen. Yeah, I just need tough. I need to see that once in my life. That's like, fair. I get that that kind just, of awkwardness. And yeah, hurt. I just I hope it's like one where I'm like an acquaintance of them. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> Not anyone I really care about, nor my own. Yeah, preferably not your own. Yeah, but like it is a bucket list thing. That I go to a wedding where like the groom or the bride just fucking book it and just yeah, like, we've been seeing it in movies our whole life. Yeah. So like, we assume that it happens. It right? has to. It has to happen. Like I've yeah. never. I've been to like I think ten weddings, maybe ten, maybe fifteen weddings. Yeah, I'm in the same ballpark. All of them successful. Same. Uh, yes. Of the wedding. Yeah. Of yeah. the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Have you so, been to lots of like unhappy ending weddings? No. Well, okay. like, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, there's Not never yet. been like, what, what, like, it's the, like, some of them are still married. I know, like, I think two of the weddings I've been to, they're divorced. Okay. That's not too bad. No, You're but bad like, pretty good average. Yeah. But that's the point, right? It's the, like, what, like, so the wedding was successful, is what I'm saying. I've never saw someone yeah. book it out of, like, on the wedding day. And that is kind of like a goal of mine. You know, it's scary too, like the the tragedies that happen within weddings or proposals, like example, when the guy proposed on the edge of the waterfall and the ring falls mm-hmm. or the wedding cake topples over, the bride falls off the, the deck, you know, like there's all these different little crazy happenstances at weddings that mm-hmm. can cause ruining the day or ruining the moment. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of those in person either. I was at a wedding where I was in a dance off with, the bride's stepfather and stepmother for a bottle of champagne for the table. I won, but the stepmother ended up like tearing her fucking muscle in her leg. Like she had to go to like the hospital the next day. (laughs) That's a happenstance for sure. Yeah. Like you didn't ruin their marriage or anything. No, but it's just just a moment of like shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's there's that yeah that's interesting 
No, it's fun. I told you a long time ago, like about the show um, Friend Zone. Yeah. The guy like tells the girl like how he really feels about her. And it's like almost like a proposal because you're trying to go from friend to fucking not friend. That shit just is like so intense, whether it's happy or sad ending. There's just something about the angst of love, of like putting yourself out there in whatever way that it is. That's like, I like to watch that. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. entertaining. And it's just fun when it works out. You see happy people. It's fucking like you can ride. When it doesn't work out. Holy fuck. Train wreck, fucking train wreck. That's what was really funny about that show because, like, seventy-five percent of the time, it don't work out. Seventy-five percent of the time, eh? It's rough show, dude. That's why I, I told you to watch it because it's fucking like. I intense. saw some clips on YouTube about it, but I haven't been able to find yeah. it from the show. No one guy. It's on uh, Crave. Oh, is it really? All yeah, right. I think so because it's on the MTV like portion of it. Okay. It's just fucked up. I, I, anybody who wants to watch that, it's like, whew, it's rough. Yeah. No, that's it, fun. Yeah. So I just wanted to start off the podcast with that. It's just I needed your take on someone like yeah. a successful proposal, right? You yeah. Just would like to go in thinking like, no, nah, no, nah, here we are. Backwards hat, shirt off, Islanders game. Will you marry me? Fucking no. That's funny. <laughs> Like what kind of, I don't know. It lacks a little bit of class on his end to doing it that way, but I don't know. It's crazy. I'd like to know the aftermath. I'd like to look up the Instagram and see or something. If there's a follow-up story on this, like they don't give you names or anything on this stuff, but it's, it's fucking hilarious. It's out there. Yeah. No, that's crazy. What else you got going on? Uh, Not a whole lot. Seeing uh, Tom Segura tonight. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a great time. Hold on, I've, I've just pulled out the proposal again, so I'm watching it. Yeah, just give me a minute. So he gets down on one knee, no shirt. She's clearly shocked and is an Islanders fan. And then he starts like a everyone going with a yes chant. And then, yeah, so she just starts talking to him. Like he gets down on one knee, starts talking back to him, and then she just gets up and just walks away. And like his face is just like. Like in awe and like, like it's like awkward. I'm going to it right now because I need to see it for myself to know if it's like legit. It has to be real. Yeah. Oh, it's for sure real. Just make sure. Yeah. So I'm just looking at the clip now. They're up on the big screen. Am I looking at the right thing? I don't know if I was looking at the right thing. It's insane to me that like, like that uh, that that happened. It's insane to me like. Like just the just the balls of it all. Oh, weird! So it just kind of shows to it on the kiss cam, like the guy's already got yeah. his shirt. Yeah. I so know. I think he already had his shirt off for some reason. I'm sure when he planned the event, the shirt being on was probably part of it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm not like, am I not on the right fucking clip here? What the fuck's oh. going on? Oh, um, I can send it to you afterwards. Yeah, no worries. Okay, there we go. I got a better one now. Yeah. And then I love how supportive the crowd is afterwards. Yeah, you'd have to be. If you're sitting next to that guy, what do you do, right? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, she like went and grabbed his arms and was like speaking to him. I don't know. It's weird because he is shirtless and fucking like, is it a joke? No, it seems pretty real, eh? Yeah. He's like, like a little dumbfounded with his mouth open, like, no, like what? No, come on. And he's like, No, you're not serious. 
Yeah. yeah, no, that looks pretty rough. And yeah. he's just like, oh shit. Goes back, sits down. Yeah, that's tough. He goes back to his beer, is my favorite part. He goes like, well, 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 yeah. You're going to want to sit by that beer right after, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's uh, that happened. Yeah. Damn. Brutal that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't want that. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Sometimes people go overboard too. It's not the right time. You know, like some people are at different points in the relationship than other people are in. They're like, who knows the background, how long they've been together. Were they even, I don't know. We don't know anything, but still fun craziness to watch. Oh, for sure, man. And you know, just power to them, I guess. I hope they're happy, but yeah. How do you see your, like, what's the, what gets the yes from you? When a lady's going to propose to you. Well, he's going to propose to me. Would you like to be wine and dined? Would you like to go to the stadium? Like, how would you like to be proposed to if you were to be proposed to? I think would like to be like one of my favorite places, probably like around people that I like. Yeah, like family and friends and shit around too. Like a nice big, like nice big event. Like everyone I knew was there, but I didn't know why. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of going to get the yes out of me. Fair enough. You not the sporting want... event. I wouldn't want that. No, no, we didn't either. Like, not our cup of tea, not our love story. I mean, it would have been fine, you know, because it is one of the ones you can do, but it's not, like, on the list. Yeah. I think at a concert would be interesting, too, if somehow they got the, like, musician to pull you up on stage and you're, like, you just think that you've been picked out of the crowd for, like, a crazy moment. Like, the shock. The mm-hmm. shock proposals are pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, also, like, no, like tonight, gonna, like, I don't want this to up. sound weird at all. Like, like I cannot date someone without like knowing that proposing to them is a p- potential thing, right? Oh, why so, would you? Yeah, if you don't see yeah. a future, why would you date yeah. someone? So, like, I know how I would have proposed to any girl I have dated. Yeah, and like, I already way. knew based on how what I knew about them, how we dated, like all of that stuff. Of course. Like, there's a lot of that. Like, it's just like the how I knew. Yeah. Like, There's thoughts in the back of your head of the story that's possible. Yeah. But like, it's, it's not the like, I'm thinking about proposing. It's just the, no. I know how I would do it based on what I know yeah. about you. You, like, you know like, what I mean? It's yeah, a it's different like the, thing. How I met, it's like, to me, what you're saying is like the how I met your mother's story, the front porch, where you're like, I see how we could get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not that I see doing it, but that I could see how the story would play out if if I wrote the story. Yeah, like if exactly, yeah. If like so, like so, like there's always that thing. I'm just like, okay, well, I would have to take planet out this way, this way, this way, and I would need to do it at this place, this location at this time. It's just a thing, and it's like a thing I know I would probably do for sure. Like it, but like, but that's how I would do it. It's not saying I'm doing it. I get what you're saying. It's easy, easy, big guy. Yeah, no, no, (laughs) because like I know who listens to this podcast, so I don't want no. I know what you're saying. It's just we're talking about the idea of proposal, not a actual proposal, just Mm -hmm. the thought of a proposal. Everyone, calm the fuck down. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Okay, so moving along. So back, yeah, I'm seeing Tom Segura tonight, third time in the third city. (laughs) I'm fucking stoked. How many times? The third time I've seen him in the in the third different city. Nice. And is this like all different acts because yeah. he 
Each oh, one is in a different special on Netflix. That's what I was. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It'd be weird seeing a comedian doing the same act twice in two different cities. Mm-hmm. That'd yeah, be but different. I, I feel like a comedian at his level, because there's always that room for crowd play, right? Oh, yeah. It's always going to be a little different. Yeah. So there's going to be like, yes, these are the jokes I want to tell you. But also like, ah, oh, I see that there's new faces here. I will fuck around. I also found out who's doing the ca- Canadian run with him is Bobby Lee is opening up. Okay, nice. Yeah, so I'm excited to see Bobby Lee open up for Tom Segura. I know the name Bobby Lee. He is the Asian in every comedy. Okay, yeah, he's fun. I like him. Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about, right? I do know exactly what you're talking about. He does it with that um, retarded guy with the haircut. I don't think you can say that anymore, but yes. Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) I meant that in the nicest way possible. <laughs> he, he was on Mad TV for a while, and then uh, he was. Okay, I never Korean. actually put that together. Yeah. Do you know what's up with like? So, what's Key and Peel? Key and Peel is just like a sketch show, like the Chappelle show was. Is it a sketch show? Okay, I see like mm-hmm. clips from those two guys, the two comedians who were on Mad TV. I think. Yeah, they met on Mad TV. Fuck, they're funny. Like, I just yeah. see little clips sometimes, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? I didn't yeah. know if it well, was a Peel's show. Well, Peel's the guy that's been writing and directing all these great movies lately. He He's responsible for Get Out, uh, executive producer on Nope, um, Us, and, uh, and the recent one that just came out, Nope. Never heard of any of it. Yeah. Sounds interesting. I think, uh, I think they're movies you would actually quite enjoy. Like, not... Yeah. Not to like, they're not Nick Age films, so right off the bat, I think he'll like. There's really points know. there for sure, yeah. Yeah. Did you check out Willy's Wonderland just for? I didn't need to actually. One of your cohorts fucking checked no, it up no. for me and told me everything I needed to know that I already knew in my heart. No, that it was going to be no, a fucking no, no. waste of time me. and fucking. Every stupid. other person, I swear to God, every other person I spoke to and I've spoken to, I've uh, spoken about this movie a lot, has come off going. I weirdly love this movie. I think they're saying it for you because they want to impress you. No, I, no one needs my approval. <laughs> it sounds I did this, like terrible. Group podcast discussion like yesterday. It was just like a live thing I just hopped on to. Yeah. And I started talking about it. And like I sold Devin from Earth 894 and the Mr. Marvel from Mr. Marvel's Minutes. He agreed with me that it is an unexpectedly good film. I think that you should watch it because you have an entirely different brain than Liam does. I could give it a chance. Yeah. It was just funny when I saw him come out and when he said that, like it just it made me laugh for sure. Cause I was like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I'll give it a chance. Um, you said you had a good night in the hockey pool. You're in second place now. Yeah. Second place right now. Nice. And I think I'm, only down by like half a point or a full point or something like that. Nice. It's tight running. I remember point and a half. last year I was so excited because I was the first to hundred points and held it first to 200, first to three, four, 500. I was the first to all of those point structures. And then I just fucking got trashed afterwards. This, this pool pays out one, two and three, which is pretty crazy odds, right? There's a one in three chance of getting paid because there's only nine of us. Yeah. So that's like interesting too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's good. Like they, yeah, it's people. more more chances of winning never hurts, right? Yeah, or at least you win your money back, right? So I was telling you just briefly, moving on. If you're okay to move on from that, sure. I okay, mean, 
<laughs> I went to a bachelor party on Friday night, part one of two. I didn't make it to part two because I had been previously obligated, but I went to Friday nights. It was at the horse races. Okay. Have you been? Never got to go. It, it came up after I moved. Oh, okay. You ever been to any horse race? No. No, it's pretty fun. It's like an interesting way to get out and, you know, have some gambling, have some drinkies with your buddies. It's just acceptable cockfighting, isn't it? Uh, no, it's, well, they don't fight each other. They just run around in a circle. Exactly. But it's just like, it's the acceptable uh, kind of cockfighting. Like making animals do things yeah. so you can bet on them. Yeah. Hold on a second. I, it says our Zoom meeting is going to end in 10 minutes here. I see that too. I just noticed it actually come up on there. What's up yeah. with that? Well, because we ended, because you know how we had our subscription there? I yeah. ended because we were going to switch over to FM. Right. But I thought that one-on-one was going to be okay. No, we know it will not be okay. So we only get 45 minutes is what you're saying? Apparently. We are switching. We didn't confirm that. Well, it, it's it honestly, it's better. And then we get access to other things. After doing, after doing some research, I was going to tell you about it today. Fair enough surprise yeah. it's a fun way to do it like we have an impending timeline on the zoom well i didn't know that, why i were switching like, i didn't know about this like i didn't know that we had a finite time about a good way to squeeze it into the conversation i like it very yeah. subtle yeah that's how i do it well yeah so horse races were awesome yeah horse races are fun I, uh, me and Kieran, we drove out there together and we made a deal on the way in, which I like to make with people because it increases your odds of winning. So I said, if we win big, we'll go 50 50, which is fair. And we had to discuss the terms. And I was like, I think over 500 is fair because if it's under 500, you know, it's a decent little win to take home. If it's over 500, then you're still splitting it 250. You know, would you be into a deal like that? Yeah, that's fine. So we do this. We go in and uh, first race is, you know, you bet five bucks on a horse, whatever, just for shits and giggles, not expecting anything. The second race, I bet $10 on a horse on a, the first place, second place, and third place to finish in that order. I made that bet, and I won with the $10 bet. Those three horses came in that order, and the odds paid out at 46.5 to 1. So I got $465 off of the first or second bet that I made made for a lot of fun for the rest of the night because then your bets are paid for your dinner's paid for your drinks are paid for you can just do whatever the fuck you want and have fun so it ended up being a pretty good night for sean that's awesome the best i ever did i'm sure i sold it on the podcast is like i turned 40 bucks into 680 at the montreal casino playing craps yeah i like that's the best i've ever did aside from that i don't do much gambling no me neither that's what's fun about this kind of shit is just it's a cheap way to go out and have a good night and it was fucking fun it's fun watching the horses too like it's they're intense like when you get out there and you're out watching like right up against the rail and st- we still stood at the finish line quite a few times to watch and man it's like they're just powerful animals it's let me cool. ask you sorry sorry to interrupt you it's just let me ask you this how pissed would you have been if let's say you put a hundred dollars on that same winning bet, so then you have to give Kieran a uh, couple we, grand. Yeah, a couple grand. Like, like there's like I wouldn't be pissed. Yeah. I would be so overjoyed for both of us. Like one yeah. of the things about life, the adventure of life, is the people you get to take on the adventure with you. Yeah. And when you're rolling with your homie and you both get to celebrate a win together, I did talk about. We talked about this because like the goal was to win thirty thousand dollars. So we were like, how do we, it's not so much like us, it's the rest of the family being like 
going home and telling your significant other, oh yeah, well, I won thirty thousand dollars tonight. Oh, and I gave half to Kieran. Mm-hmm. That conversation might be a little bit like you. Sorry, pardon me. You gave fifteen thousand dollars away. What? Yeah, you know that yeah, might yeah, be. That might be a conversation for me. I'd be like happy, I'd be like yeah, we fucking both won. We, gave, I gave fifteen grand, mm-hmm. and like all happy telling this story. It'd be funny if it was like, uh, <clears throat> pardon, that's, yeah, like that's a down payment on a house, motherfucker. Exactly, like... you gave away our life. What? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> if you make a deal, a deal's a deal, and just if no, no, I... I agree with you, but it's like it's one thing that you're splitting five hundred. It's yeah. another when you're sh- splitting close to five grand where you're just like, yeah, wow, that five grand could have just really helped me get out of like a little bit of debt. I know this one bill a little bit, a little bit sooner. I'm easy go in the way I see it. I walked in with nothing. Like when me, Josh and my dad go to hockey games together, we always all buy 50 fifties and all say, you know, split three ways. Yep. Split yeah. three ways. Cause then you all have a good night. You know, that is another bucket list thing of mine is to win a 50 50. Fuck yeah, me too. I have never done it. I go to the Moosehead games, and like they have the fifty-fifty, and yeah, I like it, it. It is a goal. It is a goal of mine to just to be that they, guy. Because you give me like nine grand. Like, let me just put it out there to the universe. If I win, I'm gonna be so fun about my win. I'm gonna go like an Oilers game. Okay, I'm at the Oilers game. I win the 50-50. They tell you this. This is what pisses me off, actually. I, never mind. This doesn't work anymore. This is an old fantasy. It's not updated because they don't draw the draw at the game anymore. They used to draw it at the game, second intermission, going into the third period. So you knew you won, and then you had the whole third period to watch. Under that circumstance, if I had won, I would have fucking run. I would have high-fived every single person in that building. That's my goal. If I just won sixty thousand dollars, I'm you gonna take my shirt off. Cardio to do that. I'm gonna take my shirt off and I'm gonna yeah. run, do the stair day. I'm gonna run up and down the stairs with my fucking hands mm-hmm. out. Yeah, but you gotta go up and down, and then the high five. You gotta go in and out of the aisles. I was thinking just the aisle sitters. Okay, so that's not everyone. That I is know. Bar- that's barely a third. It's still a pretty good amount of that high is fives. Like, that's like a thirtieth. It would be funny though. Man wins fifty fifty. And then has a heart attack while trying to high five everyone in the arena. <laughs> See, like, like I was like, because it all depends on how much you do. So you go like a Edmonton Oilers game, there is a good to real chance you're walking out of there a hundred grand. Yeah, like a good to real chance. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So like, maybe more. So it would like all depend on like what you would do. Like, I think I'd be a little bit fun with it. Like, I think I'd take ten grand and be like, guys, we're going fucking out tonight. Yeah, and then. Or like whatever, like whatever, like the bill is, like we're going out tonight. And then like the other part of me is just like, let me get a new car. Like let me do that, and let me just invest the rest. Here's a fun story. Um, I know a guy who won the who was at the fifty fifty with his wife, mm-hmm. and she won the fifty fifty. It was I'm gonna say thirty five thousand dollars. It was the end of their relationship. Really. She didn't give him one red cent. She was like, that's my money. I want it. And kept it for herself, bought herself a car. It was the beginning of the end of their relationship when he realized that they weren't meant for each other because he didn't see one red cent of that fucking money. Not like you just expect like, you know, something. He was like, maybe she gave, like, I just thought in my head, like she give me five grand. Maybe I can get some new tools or like do some of this to like this or this. Zero. She's oh, like, yeah. fuck you. That's my money, bud. 
Yeah, no, like they And he took part- her to the game. He yeah. paid for tickets and took her to the game. Yeah, and like like it's just like a like common thing. Like you get your partner, like, congratulations, like, yes, this is my money, but like let me get you something. Like, what do you want? Like like let me like just take a little bit your or- way something like there's a trip like it's not about greed like you're fucking you're married this isn't like a boyfriend girlfriend like this is you are married you had yeah. a wedding you own a house together you you're not gonna give me anything you're not gonna get me a present you're not gonna by law fun. that's half no isn't that what? exactly isn't that fucked up by how would law, you react 17.5 of that is his how do you not feel like slighted I, you do i would be pissed I would be like, what the fuck do you, and not like pissed. I don't mean to sound un- ungrateful or, un- but like, come on, we just won. You had nothing beforehand. It's free money. When, whenever there's a win like that, I don't look of like, if I'm giving someone something, I don't look at like what I lost. I look at like, I didn't have anything to begin with. You know what I mean? That's the way that I would look at it. I'd be like 50, 50 split plus two yeah, no, or like together. Or collectively as a married unit being like, what should we do with this money that can change our, our current life? I did. I dated a girl that wouldn't give me 50% of her fucking blanket when I slept over. That was the beginning. Like, like that was an issue. Yeah. That's <laughs> messed up. <laughs> so like, like there's that, like, like <laughs> you just do even Stevens when it comes to these things. And it's just how some people were raised as well. Yeah. Right. Some people just were raised poorly. They were not given enough love as a child. And when they oh. get something like it's mine, yeah. it's, it's mine. And I'll hold on to it with the death grip. And you're like, fuck, sh- spread it around. Yeah. 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 So moving on, um, that's always a fun thing to discuss though. I like talking about that kind of shit because it is messed up. You know, I realized something and I, I don't think we've talked about it much on the show, but Thanksgiving had just passed having Monday off. Do you ever notice how short weeks fucking seem like the longest goddamn weeks of your fucking life to get to the weekend? Yeah. I think it's because we, we like enjoy life more because we had a little, another extra day to enjoy life. And then it comes back to like work which, you know, we do to survive, not because necessarily we love it. And it's like, oh, my God. It's like, oh, how do you – I just – I hate – I love short weeks, but I sometimes fucking hate them too because they seem forever. It, it's like the weird thing of, like, you, like it's a four and three. It's supposed to, like, come back well-rested. I always feel like I always go back in more tired too. And then, like, the week is just – like it's short, but it always just, like, seems off, and I just, like, want to just move on with it already. It hurts. It yeah. just hurts. I don't know. Like this last week just felt like it fucking dragged on forever. It was nice, like to get through it. You know, obviously things to look forward to, like the horse season, all that kind of shit. But yeah. no, it's a good time. Um, like, I, I used to do like a four and four, and like I found that to be like the perfect, nice mix. Yeah. Because then, if I wanted extra shifts, I could. And then, like, it was always that nice. It's weird though, too, because then you don't always like you're not always guaranteed the weekend, right? You're just, but you also get days off during the week to do whatever you want. So it it would be an interesting rotation. Yeah, no, I I would agree with that. I like, like, often I'll do the at work when we're not crazy busy, we do like the four tens. So then you Mm -hmm. end up with the three days off. I like that a lot, but so you uh, should be used to it. What are you bitching about? I haven't been doing it. I don't get it. And it's like nicer when you don't like, I don't like working Fridays in particularly, you know, when I have to work my Friday, then the whole next weekend is fucked up too. Yeah. I also found like 
taking like going into work with a different dynamic that you were like ready for also changes. Like, so like I teach classes of how to work for the company. Right. Yeah. And then I found that while taking over someone else's class, my, uh, my dynamic switches and I, I have a hard time adjusting whether it was like, but if it was like my class from the beginning, then I set the dynamic. Yeah. And I always find that that's just like a hard thing to like get accustomed to. When that's a talking. weird one. Yeah. Trying to take on someone else's project halfway done. Yeah. So it was just like looking a, at that. Yeah. So it was just kind of like weird. Like, and it's not even halfway done. It's like a five and a half week program. I come in after the first week, but like whenever I come into the first week, there's always, a, there's already a dynamic and I just feel like, all right, well, I'm the outsider, but I also hold all the information. So it's, it's just, this, it's, it's a weird thing. Yeah, that is odd for sure. It would be strange. Um, so on a funny note, you kind of ruined uh, the Buffy rewatcher for me. Oh, did I? Yeah, just because I didn't realize that they were like super famous already and that they wouldn't ever entertain the idea of having one of us on as a guest to talk about Buffy and realizing that like, their level of fame. I thought they were just like two random podcasters starting out like us. And then, and then I was like, oh no, they're just like, huge fucking celebrities riding on the accolades of their other successes and then they just like became very pretentious to me and hearing them talk it just i it lost all joy so i'd like to redact my previous plug and say i mean do what you want but it's not for me <laughs> really uh, like, how, how did you hear their podcast before i just like it, it was in my recommended shows and I, I was like, ooh, like a Buffy rewatch show, shit. No, and no, but like, just, how did, like, what changed? Like, like, you would listen, like, you listened to the first three, right? Yeah, one, I, or two, one or two. I think okay. I've gotten through And two. so you listen to those two, and then I give you information on them. Yeah. Now, how do you hear it? Like, does it, like, like you what just is busted it? their credibility for me. And now I really like, I hear it like before I heard it, like, as is two people discovering and like, starting a new like, like they're doing a really good job on this podcast like on their own mm -hmm. on their own accolades of just beginning you know what i mean i was like like hey it reminded me in ways of like us starting out and just you know I, they're good they'll get their groove and like there's certain little things that maybe i didn't care for as much in the podcast and i was like ah it's just the first couple episodes they'll figure but then realizing that it's like all orchestrated and all planned out and all they have like people working for them and shit to organize it all and have it all ready for them and i was just like i think they do that all themselves to be honest with you they like, do some of the research but they have like assistants and shit who do they, they like they talk about it oh okay so it just kind of like changed the dynamic for me and was like oh the like a lot there's a lot of celebrity podcasts out there that people that it's just an extra level of income for them because uh, i don't know it's a complicated world i didn't care I don't care for it as much as what I did in the origins because now mm -hmm. I know that they are just like, it's a money grab as well because they're already rich. You know what I mean? And people are like, they have a huge following and shit. Yeah. But I don't not that I'm, not that I'm jealous of that. It's just that it's a money grab to be honest with you. Like Kevin Smith has like nine and I don't view them as like a money grab because to like put time into a podcast is a passion project. Yeah. Like that's fair. And I, I know what you're saying, why you're like how you're trying to defend it. I just didn't, it, it changes it. When you think that something is like new and like undiscovered, 
it has something to it. And then when you see something's like bigger and then I relate it to like what that was too. Cause I listened to some of their other stuff and was like, Oh, and then it, I don't know. It just changed my perception of what I thought it was and what it is. Yeah. And like the one time I tried to watch a Buffy pod, listen to a Buffy podcast. Cause I love Buffy. Like, you know, yeah. this. like I fucking love Buffy. The yeah. It's episode. a good show. And then like, it would, it would just, they would just bring up misogyny. And it was just like looking for reasons why men were bad. Yeah. And I don't want to listen to an hour and a half of that. No. All I want to talk about, like, isn't it, isn't the show fucking dope? Yeah, it is. Let's look talk about the good ass. parts, not the fucking, like, focus on the, like, oh, I know I have an opinion oh, on this. Oh, look, to there's be Xander being a misogynist. No, there's Xander yeah. being a fucking horned up teenager in the 90s, okay, not knowing how to fucking deal with his emotions in the fucking 90s. Yeah. Can um, we relax a little bit? It's funny when you like bring that up, you know, it's, it's just funny how the world is at times. I I often look at things from a different perspective than what a lot of other people do when it comes to shows and movies. I've been guilty of this as a child, as a child up, not caring who made the movie or who the actor is that stars in the movie, but just simply caring about the story that's being told. That's what often I'm guilty of. I don't give a I, shit. I don't think that's true at all. I don't think that's true of you at all. Because the moment I mentioned Nick Cage, you fucking just ignored Willie's Wonderland. Yeah, well, no, it's just like there's certain <laughs> actors who, who like, and while they're telling the story, they don't do a good job of it. So that's the problem with, like, someone like Nick Cage. He does have some good movies, but he's just made too much dog shit to, like, take him seriously anymore. Like, what happened to Lord of War fucking Nick Cage or yeah. Face Off Nick Cage? Like, some great movies. Then his just career hit the toilet, and it's sad to see. But anyways, I don't care as much about the actor. It sucks when It sucks when the people who made something end up being shitty, and then you don't get to appreciate their art as much, I guess is my point. Yeah. Like when someone like an actor or a director or someone does something really heinous and shitty and then what they created, you're like, Oh fuck. Like it's, it's kind of fucked up, like not as enjoyable in ways because of what that person did. I'm not saying that so, that's so can I'm just you, saying like, can you separate the man from the art? I used to, like I used to just look at a show and watch the show and not care about who made it. And I still am that way. Like sometimes you'll talk about like, Oh, this director. And I'm like, yeah, but is this like, I don't, I don't follow directors. Usually there's a, like exceptions to the rule. I'll always like check out a Kevin Smith or a Tarantino movie just to see like if it's good. Cause I do respect their, their art design. But there's a, I don't often follow. Same with actors. I'm not like 100% sold on a new movie because this person's acting in it. I'm like, I want to, like, is it a good story? You know, like, I try to separate that a little bit to see what the story is. Because there's a lot of people that I probably, if I met them as actors, I probably wouldn't care for them as much in person. That I just don't try to look at that. I try to look at the story they tell, you know, if that makes sense. That's that's very fair, man. But I mean, for me, directors doing certain things add to it. When like when I heard like Rob Zombie's doing the monsters, I'm like, this is either gonna be really fun or really ridiculous. And like yeah. I'm on board for that stuff. I get that. But, the ones that really have a style to them, right? Yeah. Like especially Rob Zombie, like he's got a vibe. Yeah. Like he is fucking and like I vibe. and like uh like when I hear like you know uh uh, Jordan Peele has a new movie. He does a lot of writing and he directs his own stuff. So like um 
like there's a lot of like cool stuff going on with that like i i really enjoy like the the what i'm saying is that i i do kind of like take into it's like it's like when you read books and you find an author you like or you find like or you find a common writer in star trek or like oh you know this is gonna be a good episode because this writer is doing it yeah like you, i've you never find... really fallen gone down that rabbit hole to see like the commonalities between it which is yeah. my own loss, I guess, in ways because I yeah. don't use well, like, that as a point. Even to if you look at a part. Jonathan Frank's episode, you I, I guarantee you, if you look like who's directing the episodes, yeah, Jonathan Frank's directing an episode, you get more of a better episode than you would another director. Yeah, that's fair, and a lot of the storylines told because they know the characters. I get what you're saying for sure. I've just never really like pinpointed that and made that connection specifically to be like excited about oh shit he's making you know maybe that's a fault you know what i mean something that i can exploit later to learn more about other like find other stories right because mm-hmm. i haven't like been like oh who directed this episode and oh i need you know it just i don't i don't give them the credit sometimes that i shouldn't no. it's a fault and that's fine like you know we're all guilty of our own things like like I purposely watched Nick Cage films just to see if it's going to be a good one or a bad one because it's very hit and miss. But yeah. the problem is, they are so hit and miss that it's worth the gamble to see what, what happened to him. Like, where did it all change? Oh, well, you, you got into debt. You got uh, into debt. Yeah, that's all. He it bought is. a whole bunch of like Scottish castles and bought a two-headed snake and bought like I think a, a full Tyrannosaurus bones, and then he just went into debt. That's what happened. Huh. Fair enough. I can respect that. No. Yeah. So whenever a movie comes around, they go, here's the paycheck. He goes, like, I'll do that. Nice. But, I can respect that. If yeah. like that's the way it all went out, then he just wanted to be like that guy, buy everything he fucking wants, and he'll do anything if it'll give him money. Well, just I can appreciate that. That's but fair. I feel like it's every other movie that's bad. It's not like like it's not like one movie's bad, like a series of movies are bad, and then he'll like kink out a good one. It's like, like I really like Willy's Wonderland. Like I will I think stand. It's by all that. been bad for a couple years now, and there's but, been. But like then he has a movie one. like, but like his movie Pig was also awesome. No, that's terrible too. Also garbage. I think you're just too much of a Nick Cage fan. I think you, if he was Tom Cage, you'd already have a tattoo of him on your arm. I feel like. No, I can't believe you didn't like Pig. Like, it's actually like acclaimed. It's acclaimed. Well, like I don't know. Like it was up for like awards and shit. Like Con Air was good. Yeah, Lord Con Air was, was great. good. Face Off was good. Ghost Rider was like one of the best comic book movies. Ghost out Riders there. were fucking awful. What? Ghost you didn't Rider like those? Awful. Those are some of the best Marvel movies made to date. Well, I think I think what the issue is is you because I'm just fucking his, with you. Like, okay, good because <laughs> if you think Ghost Rider was fucking good, oh dog shit, it was no, like no. the worst. He ruined that movie. I don't think, but I also don't think it was Nick Cage's fault. I think it was a a a, a mixture of Nick Cage doing the best he could with a shit script. Yeah, like there's like one thing to do, like okay, you also want me to play a southern guy. Cool. So I'll just say words like Italian, and it'll be all right. That was rough. <laughs> yeah. You still like Italian? I'm trying to go. I'm just quickly looking at uh, Internet Movie Database here to see when the last time he made a decent movie was. I'm well, now I think in he 20- made one this year. 
I'm in 2016 and going back further. I haven't found anything worthwhile he yet. Come out this year. There's a lot. He makes a lot of fucking movies. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Kick-Ass. That was okay. There was like moments in Kick-Ass that were kind of funny. That's 2010. Yeah. Um, did you like the National Treasures? Yes, I did. Yeah, 2007 was the last one. No, but he had so, yeah. a good one come out this year with the uh, where he plays himself. Wasn't the Wicker Man good too? I remember that being good. Uh, Wicker Man's a little bit over the top. Is it okay? Yeah, so not very many in the last twenty years has he made that were decent. That one day where he's playing Nick Cage, though, I did see a preview for that or something, and it looked really fucking funny. Yeah, because he's like, just this is that could skyrocket him back into stardom for sure. Yeah, but like that, and then like that's also like the perfect Nick Cage film. The ultimate acting challenge would be to play himself. Yeah. So, oh, Nick Cage, what a guy. Yes. But all I'm saying is, I like for me, like it also comes that way with books. Like I'll read books off a particular author, knowing that I already enjoy their work. I've known a lot of readers who do that, who find an author and they're like, I have to read everything this person ever wrote because it's amazing. Yeah. I've, I've found a little bit of that myself, but I've also found the diversity where I've read one book of someone and then go to read the next one, and I'm like not my jam. I haven't found a lot of authors myself, but I'm not a huge reader either anymore. Like I'm not saying I won't read anymore. I'm just saying that I don't, it's not one of my favorite pastimes these days. Yeah. Once I finish the book I'm reading now, I'm thinking about picking up Salem's lot mostly because like as a book, it's apparently it's fantastic. Like I never saw the movie, but they're redoing the movie. So I figure I'll pick that up. Plus it's spooky season. Well, you brought up Salem, uh, Carrie and Bobby just went on a trip to Boston mm-hmm. and they went to Salem and it's like a full month of Halloween celebrations there and like mm-hmm. all different kinds of things you can do is kind of yeah. cool. Like, but I feel like, okay, let's talk about this for a minute. Cause like there's was the Salem witch trials, but we all know based on history, it was just people that just didn't like these particular women so they accused them of being witches and then burnt them at the stake. Men and women. We don't know exactly, though. They, they might have had powers. It's hard to say. Okay. We weren't there. Okay. All right. Fine. We weren't there. But, like... Yeah, it, it's pretty rough. Right? Like, yeah. it, it, it's it's more like celebrating carnage Christ, of... Christ, it's like Christian, like, powerful people at the time were yeah. using their power of good and evil, witches... evil demons to get their way into like who knows on like how layered this was to what these like they didn't give them something they wanted or they got something they wanted and then we're done with this like we don't know the whole ins and outs of it but it seems pretty rough yeah but see like that's what i liked about like the fear street film if you get to the 1666 part that'd be fun you get into the like why this person was accused of being a witch and it's just anyone that was just a little bit different that people that didn't like. It's like, funny to think about had, the, pe- yeah, the you people have, who survived. You have you know. a little bit of a different thought process. And all you have to be like, she's a witch. Well, you know she's a witch. Well, I saw her doing some witch shit. Fucking good enough. <laughs> Bring her up here. And what then, like, a crazy time to be alive. Like, if she drowns, she wasn't a witch. But if she survives, she is. Yeah. Like, how is that a win-win scenario? 
those are tough ones. And it was the same thing with fire. If they survived the fire, then, then it, it's all like a God will save them at the end kind of fucking thing, you know? And it's just like, I don't know. It was a shitty time to be alive. It smelt, it was bad. And you could just at any time be murdered fucking brutally for being accused of something you didn't do. There's no plumbing. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. No, like people like would go like, "Well, oh, I would love to go back in time just to see what the pilgrims were like or whatever." And like, uh, not me. I'm good. Yeah. Like, I would go back to like the '90s so I could see Nirvana live or or, or Oasis. Like, yeah, I, drop, I wouldn't want to go back. I, I drop yeah. back to a time period where I won't affect much. Maybe yeah. I'll invest in Apple in the '80s, and that's it. Pretty much. <laughs> No, you don't want to go back too far. If anything, if you had a time machine, go forward to see. I don't know. That's scary too, though. You can't go forward. Like, but that's the thing. Like, whatever you learn about going forward in time can be undone because it, the the future is unwritten. Anything yeah. can change. Yeah, I like your theorem. So, like, there's like that's what I don't. Like, it's not like what I don't like about Back to the Future. It's just like you went to a possible future. And that's what 100%. they tell you at the end of it. The future isn't written. The future can be changed on a very split decision. Okay, but you probably went to that when you took the one road of a fork in the road, and instead you took left. Like, you know, like, you know, like life can change you so many different places. I like having like, those days. And also, like, what if, what if you went to the future and you found out you weren't married to Crystal? Yeah. Like, you're just saying, like, would that ruin is it because you went to the future and saw that you weren't married to crystal would you then break up with or end things because that like when you go back to the present like you know what i mean like Cause what if that effect. just informs the other thing or yeah. you go like no nah, i don't believe in that shit or like that's just a possible future and you just keep your relationship going and then lo and behold you have a happy life later on anyways because yeah. you, like, that's the thing like the future is completely unwritten yeah, I think we write our own paths too. That's why, like, people who say it's a everything's a plan and everything is written, and I'm like, yeah, but you have perfect moments, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a, I have a hard time always with that one. Wherever when people are like destiny, because like what you're saying is there's no destiny because the future's unwritten. Yeah, like, but sometimes moments feel like they're meant to happen. So it's like, layered. Like, like, why can't you kind of, like, I know both kind of, like, undo one another. But, yeah. like, the thing is, like, why can't you have multiple paths that you could have chosen? And each one had somebody or had something that you had to accomplish on it. What we're talking about is the multiverse, too, right? So it's, yeah. but it's you very possible. Your... That... Sorry, I keep interrupting you, Sean. Go on. No, I'm just saying that it does exist then in that case. Yeah. Every possibility, every left, every right. Yeah. And like what I'm what I'm saying is like you got the like was look at it like from a perspective of Dungeons and Dragons. Like I know that it's all predetermined stories that you are doing with your campaign and all that stuff. But it all depends on the story you choose. So you yeah. choose I chose a story where I live in Halifax. You choose a story where you stay in Edmonton. Imagine yep. if your father chose a story where he stayed in Toronto or in Barry. Exactly. No, and you think it's fun to think about the alternate timeline use. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you think about yourself and you're like, well, what 
what if I'd done this? Because we all have our pinnacle moments that don't seem pinnacle at the time. Our little decisions that blow up into fucking crazy, crazy life experiences, good or bad. You know, what if I'd done this instead of that? Would that person have then turned that way instead of that way? And it's fun to think about those things, but it's also fun to think about of like the path that is unwritten in front of you. What, like, what decisions can I make now that will affect me in five years from now? Yeah. Even we're doing this podcast now. Like, what is it, Tom? and Sean right now that we should do so that five years from now, this is going to go that way. Or is it because we're doing this now, someone's going to hear this. And then because of this talk, they're going to be like, Hey, this, because of that. And yeah. How do you get to your path? What do you, what is And then like that, I also view this as like my flaw as a person, my flaw as a person is I've never kind of looked at the future like i'm terrible at saving money i'm terrible at pl- like planning for the future it is my worst thing because the yeah. future is so unwritten yeah so like you don't know so how can you make yeah. that decision exactly and then like you know i could be like i want to go to the show tonight i'm gonna go to the show tonight but then like that's a like, like that's a certain amount of money that that's not going to a savings account for a yeah. down payment on a house or something for sure. But also I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. And have no future or get sick, get meteorite fucking strikes you in the head. <laughs> Anything. Imagine like just a small one. It took out one man. Yeah. Oh, it, it could easily happen. hundred yeah. percent. Um, And people have been killed, I'm sure, by them in the past. So it's one of these things that uh, it's tricky. I think like hedging your bets is the best thing you can do. And what I recommend you do, Tom, just to be safe, keep buying yourself action figures from time to time, (laughs) keep buying yourself cool nerd shit. Cause no matter what happens, you'll be surrounded by cool shit in the future, regardless of how it works out. At least you have that. Yeah. No, you get like these things and all that stuff. Like I try talking to young people about hedging your bets, like about buying a silver coin buying things like that that you're not going to miss twenty dollars a paycheck or forty dollars a paycheck you won't but 10 years from now you'll have this little stack as like an option to be like maybe i could do this maybe i could do that maybe i have enough capital to start a business now because i hedged my bets throughout time it's not like the hardcore looking towards the future it's the small term looking towards the future of being like hey i have something cool to look at but also when it's time it can go away and then i can Mm -hmm. have income coming back from that you know it's it's one of those cool collector things where or like yourself where you're like collecting you know an action figure or comic book or or hockey card or whatever you're hedging your future bets by having something cool now you're pleasing i i was actually talking so just because you brought up hockey cards how fortuitous was it that so a year ago on this podcast or roughly a year ago now on this podcast that you go to Tim Hortons, you get the hockey cards, and whose hockey card do you get? McDavid. And who do you see later that day? McDavid. Isn't yeah. that one of like the coolest fucking things that's ever happened to you? It's like, pretty I started insane. buying the hockey cards. Like I know that there was like good for you. Not like a reason, like a reason for an NHL to be coming through Halifax. But yeah. Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby are coming through here, and they can visit home anytime they want. Yeah. Today's Sunday. There's no NHL games today. Yeah, why not go home see mom and dad? Exactly. It doesn't hurt to keep it in your glove box to have that moment. And it wasn't even like the fact that it happened that morning and the way it all panned out. That's just life sometimes. And 
these things have happened, like, especially me and Crystal, like we've had these moments of like crazy shit happening like this. And you're just like, wow. You know, and you just, I don't know whether it's like destiny, luck, whatever the stars line up in the right direction and you hit out of the park in those moments, all you can do is sit back and just enjoy the moments when these things happen. And yeah. it's fun in the meantime, like we were talking worst case scenario time you end up having some cool hockey cards sitting around yeah. best case scenario you have like a story to tell for the ages of the moments of the time that you ran into that guy and he signed this thing and you have a relic from that moment to be like look look it's a relic from the moment yeah but like you got him to sign the hockey card yeah exactly so like right then and there like that's something to be proud of man i'm like that's you know that for, for that being said like that's good on you a funny story too with this, right? Because I've been buying the Tim Hortons cards are out again right now, and I've been buying some packs. So the day that we ran into McDavid, so it all comes to story is we went to Tim Hortons that morning, got the hot pack of hot cards, went there. The night before they played New York, and McDavid scored that fucking incredible goal. He just went right through him, right? He just fucking goes through the whole team and scores the goal. So I confirm in the store when we're standing in the store i look i'm like that's fucking him like i see the shoes i see his girlfriend i'm like holy fuck so i walk up to him and the, what, what do i say hey man fucking great goal last night like that was incredible and i walked he's like thanks man and then I, I walked away and then i went back and asked for the cell i was like sorry to bother you again like i gotta ask for the cell phone he's like yeah sure no problem and took it and fucked off the hockey card one of the ones from this year's set is him celebrating that goal I hope you get to see him again, man. So I fucking put that one in a plastic holder next to the one of the day after because he signed my card the day after he did that goal. And then in this year said there's a card featuring that goal. So I'm like, that's a pretty cool little like story to tell in itself because like of all the nights Tim Hortons could have picked to produce that card was that card. And I'm like, I got this card signed while congratulating him on that fucking goal that is featured in this card from the next year set. It's fucked up. I was like, this is crazy. It's just like little coincidences like that, where it's like, that's fucking funny. Why did they make that card? You know what I mean? And it's part of, well, me, you know? I can see why they made that card. Like I got it's the, a moment. Yeah. I got a Darnell nurse moment. I have a Sidney Crosby moment, but one of the cool things I got in my pack of cards this year was I got the, Huberto and Johnny Goudreau in my in one pack. So Johnny Goudreau, Johnny Hockey, who went to Columbus, big fucking hoopla about him not signing. Then all of a sudden, who signs in for the big trade with the the Chuck and stuff is Huberto, who's going to be the replacement for Johnny Hockey. Like I just thought that that was a a fun connection, a fun pack to open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh. that's funny. Did you get any of the, like, uh, I can't remember what they're called right now, but where it shows the player young and then old, like the hologram cards? Did you no, get I didn't any get of those that yet? yet. No. no, they're fun. I bought, I got a few and sold them. I, I buy, I buy one every time I get a coffee now, just in case I meet Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Good call. But like, it's just the, it's fun. Why not? It's... Yeah. I, what I used to do is like, I work with, like, I work with guys that had kids that are hockey fans. So like, what's a dollar to me? It was, yeah. So I would buy a cup of coffee and then I'd get a pack of hockey cards. And if I was buying like multiple coffees for friends of mine, I get a pack of ho- hockey cards for every coffee. Makes sense. And then I would just be like, hey, man, I just bought a whole bunch of people coffee. Give these to your kid. Nice. That's sweet. 
No, it was just very like, cool way of doing it. It's good to yeah. encourage the hobby. Well, is that? And then like he had the binder and all that stuff, and just like, no man, like let the kid have him. Like help the help the cause. Like if he gets the full collection, that's fucking badass. Indeed. And I help that. Agreed. Yeah. But Tom, I think we should wrap things up here because we're almost on the second leg of this Zoom, so we're gonna get yeah. booted again. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get us all set up with uh, FM uh, the new one that we're doing. Sounds good. It'll take. We'll have to figure it out next week for sure. For sure, man. Well, great podcast this week. A lot got pretty deep. I'm happy with it. Yeah, we threw a lot of stuff out there all over the place. So, all right. Well, this been uh, two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Have a great week, everyone. Have a week. Live long and prosper. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story. On TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to two sides of the story pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.